This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Oh, the treasures that are in verse 10 today that we get to study. (laughs) Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs. And, you know, with the idea as we started this study to be and try to figure out you know, what are the statutes in verse 119 and these things that are, you know, his David's songs in the house of his pilgrimage, <laughs> which has everything to do with really this verse, in my opinion. And so, you know, the interesting thing about verse 10 uh, is that there's a couple words that were added in most translations that are just not there, and so I'm not going to add them. So if you're reading verse 10 somewhere, you'll go, wait a minute, you didn't say everything that was in the verse. Well, I'm not adding the words that aren't there because to me they take away those words, take away a lot of the coolness, and, of course, they're going to be used later as we get into all that in a minute. So we're going to just say the verse in English, excluding the words that aren't in the actual text. Thy cheeks are comely with rose, thy neck with chains. That's all there is to it, but oh my goodness, all there is to it. <laughs> so here we see the, um, essentially Jesus is describing his beloved, which by the way is us. And the cool, cool thing is he's describing things of beauty that he would see in your face, which when you look at what, you know, I think clearly Solomon, you know, loved this idea of, um, in that if you look at Proverbs, in the first chapter of Proverbs, he says something very similar. And so, you know, I think we can, from through this, you know, in fact, it's actually verse 9 in the book of Proverbs, and you know, chapter 1, verse 9, because he's talking about wisdom, and he said, for they shall be an ornament of grace, essentially, well, we'll read verse 8 and then verse 9. So it says, my son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace upon thy head and chains about thy neck. And so, (laughs) you know, clearly, you know, here Solomon is giving you some understanding, obviously, of where he was going with how he's describing how, how Jesus is describing his beloved. So, when you look deeply, in my opinion, into these words in Hebrew, because there are so few, it's neat that we can really study them. And since they are literally treasures, it's really fun from my perspective to study the treasure of it. <laughs> so, you know, the first one are these ringlets, um, you know, which is described as rose. But when you look at that word, it, it, it clearly in Hebrew has to do with rings. And so, you know, I'm sure we're going to see that it's going to be earrings at some point. But that is not necessarily the rings that he's talking about. He's talking about cheeks here and rings on your cheeks, okay? And so there's a simple, easy understanding of this, and then there's a beautiful, amazing, deep understanding of this, okay? (laughs) So just to start out with a simple, easy one, when anybody ever, you know, because again, when, when you think about what Solomon is talking about, he's talking about wisdom, he's talking about grace, okay? And and so when you think about your father and your mother, it's all about grace. And when they see you, or, you know, in this case, when your beloved sees you, 
or when you see Jesus, let me put it that way, when you see Jesus, what is your faith going to do? You're going to smile like crazy because in his presence is fullness of joy and you're full of grace. And so he's your favorite. And so it's just absolutely natural that you would put this gigantic smile on your face. And thus you're going to see these little ringlets on either side. They're often called dimples, but even people that don't have dimples, when they put a big old smile on their face, they're big, huge, and when they couldn't be any happier, there are ringlets there and they are absolutely beautiful. As a matter of fact, if you think about it, you know, the most beautiful of women, when they're not smiling, they're not near as beautiful. But when they're looking at you and this absolutely beautiful person is looking at you and they've got this big smile on their face, then, oh my goodness, you feel like you're their favorite and you know, there is all this grace involved. And so when you see what Solomon's talking about here, to me, these ringlets, you know, to to, to start talking about the ornaments before you get there is, is, is kind of premature in my point, because the natural beauty of a smile, the way God designed us with these ringlets that just come on people, and, and the simple beauty of that is absolutely spectacular. <laughs> and, the, and the idea of in his presence is fullness of joy. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. So that one is, is, is something, and we're going to get to the deeper meaning of all that in a minute. But next, you've got these, what is described as chains. Well, when you look deeply in the Hebrew of that word, it has to do with something that's perforated. In fact, interestingly, the root of that word is the same as the root of the word Lord or Queen. So naturally, the Queen would have these chains, but what they're not, they're perforated in that they're pearls, okay? And when you think about the pearls of wisdom, you know, Job starts up on that whole idea. In Job 28, there's this discussion of wisdom and how important it is. And wisdom is to, you know, Obviously, Solomon, that's something he would think of was extremely beautiful. Well, Jesus talked about pearls of great price, right? (laughs) That, again, and when you think about what a pearl is and why its connection to wisdom for centuries has been that, you know, when something is put into this oyster that irritates it, it begins to cover it like what we do with Jesus's blood, right? It is an irritant to God, and so we need a cover and that cover is absolutely beautiful, as is Jesus' blood, and the wisdom of that's spectacular. Now, <laughs> that's, that's the deeper idea behind the pearls, or the chain of pearls that is around the queen's neck, but just the simple idea of what's there, because we're not talking about ornamentation just yet, although he did make reference to these chains that were connected to pearls in this verse. But it, it doesn't mention the pearls. He just talks about the, the chains. Now, when you look at just a person's neck, they have today what they call tech lines, <laughs> which I find humorous, um, because originally it would be from holding your head down. When you look down, your neck naturally begins to wrinkle. And, and so if you are all the time head, holding your head down, then your neck wrinkles. And so when you think of this beautiful girl, she's smiling, and chances are her head's down. She's kind of shy and embarrassed. And think of the beauty of what that looks like, but also think that she would have these necklines because from Solomon's point of view, the most beautiful of women would be studying Torah constantly, and so you wouldn't call it tech neck, but Torah neck. 
which I think is spectacular, you know, just to think about it. So, you know, you, you, you think about this woman who is full of wisdom and grace. And so what, what Jesus is describing here, in my opinion, because interestingly, that word that was, we go back to the dimples, which is kind of where I land on this verse, so spectacular. The, the root word of that word that is used, that's translated rose in the King James Version, it's translated circlets in other versions, but we're talking about these half circles on your face. But if you look at what that word is, it is the root word of the word Torah, which you may know means law or the law. Well, who's the law? It's Jesus. <laughs> okay, And so in his presence is fullness of joy. It only makes sense that we would get these big dimples on the side of our face as we um, see. And, and, and really cool when you look, you know, now that we've studied the 119th Psalm and we can look at these words in depth in neat ways that the beginning of the word Torah is a tav, which we know has to do with truth, and we know is the end of the story. Like I'm, you know, when Jesus shows up in Revelation, he says, I am the alpha and I'm the tav or the omega, right? So that's the last, or the, and, and again, we'll know the truth at the end. And so, you know, this idea of Torah is we're going to know the truth at the end, I can assure you. <laughs> and then the next letter in the word Torah and in the word ringlet, as this is used in this verse, is a vav. And, and that vav is connecting that to the next letter. And, it, and, and it's also a continuation. We've talked about that through the vav section. And then the last letter, beautifully, and you can hear it in the word Torah, is that R sound. That is a resh. And that resh means the head of something. So the reason why it's ringlet is obviously when you go from the beginning to the end, it's a circle, right? <laughs> For this case, when you put those two circles together on either side of someone's face, you have a ring, okay? It's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> and the power of that, by the way, is Islamic. But anyway, um, before we, you know, just, it's just when you think about the idea, uh, again, of this person who's been studying Torah by the rings on their neck, <laughs> And they have this Torah smile, which is going to come because they've been in the presence of Jesus, right? Anybody who has been in the presence of Jesus is going to be smiling because in his presence is fullness of joy. So this all comes together with the beauty uh, that you are reflecting, right? To be a beautiful person, who are you reflecting? The most beautiful of all, right? <laughs> then the more you're in him, in his presence, the more you get that shine, you know, like Moses had. And so here, here Solomon is describing this. Now, if you go to apply this in your own life, I just want you to think back to what you consider to be the most godly person that you ever met in your life. And in my case, I've got a couple of candidates, but number one on my hit parade is going to be Pastor Mark Quartz at Calvary Baptist when we first came to Winston-Salem. And this man, he, he if there was ever a picture of grace, um, this man was it for me. Um, he, 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 he had this smile right? And believe me, he studied and he had wisdom and he'd been down the road of getting Jesus's cover. So he had the pearls. In other words, all the picture of it. And when you were in his presence, oh, and I was very fortunate to be in his presence many times, even sometimes when he'd come down and drive test drive cars with me. Um, and we'd go for rides, you know, and, and, and what a, 
<laughs> godly, godly man who you always felt like when you were in his presence, you were his absolute favorite, which is how we're going to feel when we're in Jesus's and when, and it, you can't help but look beautiful. <laughs> think about it, you know, and, and, and I, I can't help but think of this verse in context, right? That he just told her how to find the shepherd's tents, right? I mean, how to, how to, how to get close to him. And now he's, he's telling the result of that closeness is, oh my goodness, you're absolutely beautiful. And, and I just think it's a spectacular treasure as we study this particular verse. Very few words, but the idea of <laughs> these ringlets in the cheeks and the chains upon the neck that are there naturally are absolutely spectacular. Thanks for listening.